2024 is here, which means new year, new you. No matter what your resolution may be, make sure you look good while doing it with our brand new line of second wind hats, hoodies, t-shirts, and more over at Shark Robot. Want to lose that belly fat? Wear your fully ramblematic hoodie and laugh at an industry that never learns anything. Tee hee hee. Oh, my sides. Planning to eat healthier? Cook up a meal fit for Dabarella Yeatster and an entire D&D group with your adventure is nigh jumper. Want to read more books? Go to the theater in your backdrop t-shirt. Movies. They're just like books, but better. Want your voice to sound more like Frost's? Well, that's probably not gonna happen, but look over there. It's a cold take hat. Head over to sharkrobot.com slash second dash wind or click on the link in the description to check out all the new merch today. Act fast because some of it is only available for a limited time, just like our fragile lives floating on a rock in a void of nothingness. How peaceful. <laughs> Yes, yes, there we are. Thank you, uh, Eric. Thank you, Jack, for that lovely trailer. It's uh, nice that he puts the effort in, isn't it? And welcome to the Windbreakers podcast. I'm Yancy Croshaw. I'm joined by Matty Sleeper and Sebastian Hello, Drews. Hello, everyone. Who's I'm sorry, I was really emphatic on that. Hello, my apologies. Yes. I, I didn't know if I was supposed to harmonize with you, but you ended faster than you started. So. Sorry, I should have introduced you both individually. But uh, I can never tell who's going to pick up what I'm laying down. Or who's apparently, apparently, only one of us has done media training around here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome to Windbreaker Podcast, where this week, fittingly, for the week everyone's back to work, we are talking about the subject of grind. The good what? grinds and the bad grinds. How does Webster's Dictionary define grind, would you say, Marty? What's Webster uh, know about grinds? Who does, what does Webster know? Uh, to me, uh, gr- grinding is a pretty broad topic, but I think it is uh, the uh, a rep- in game form repeated singular action uh, for the sake of uh, uh, goals, which are usually uh, numbers going up or uh, uh, fake items going up. And the question is, what separates the good grind from the bad? Because when you say grind is just repeating uh, a thing over and over again, that's basically just a gameplay loop. That is a primary gameplay loop. Gameplay loop, also practice, you know? You you can grind on a a flute till you master it. Yeah, I I think grinding 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 on your flute. Oh Oh my god, already? We are only minutes into this podcast and you're already hubba-hubbing. Yeah, I think grinding immediately has a negative connotation with people, but then everyone's going to be like, well, grinding's bad, except for these games where I like grinding. So I kind of want to get into the psychology of those specific right. things that we are like, this kind of grinding is fine, but but that grinding is bad. I've actually well, got the, games that, yeah. well, there are plenty of games that entirely design themselves around Create the Grind Experience. Uh, mm-hmm. Power Wash Simulator is the title that springs to mind. That's basically nothing but grind. Oh, yeah, I would, you went there. I would say any life. of those podcast games you talk about yachts are yeah. uh, sensibly grinding games. Well, quite. I mean, I wouldn't play them without a podcast, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's what they're there for. Yeah. So in my view, that's that's uh, when I appreciate a grind. But as for whether I'd appreciate it inherently, if I didn't have a podcast to listen to, probably not so much. I like having a thing I can fidget with with my hands, but at the same time, I also appreciate... You know, a meaningful story experience, which makes me go, oh, going to have to pause the podcast for this. <laughs> Could have played during it. Yeah, no. I've sort of quantified it into like three points in the first off, what caused the need for grind in, in, in the sense of like, um, 
your your power washers because you just wanted it right but for other things it's like okay i'm not strong enough or i'm lacking items or whatever and then the grind itself and then what happens after because those are the three things that are always like what when do i like it when do i not like i absolutely hate grind for the sake of grind those those are my Ooh. least favorite and it, honestly grind for the sake of grind is the worst one right below grind because the developer wants me to pay money a grind that I can't right. stop, that I can't even put my credit card into, is just sick. Well, of course, the traditional grind in the RPG sense is having to uh, stop progressing and kill a load of random monsters over and over again in order to build up your levels to make yourself competitive with the upcoming challenge. Yeah, well, and there's the difference between uh, feeling like you have to do it which in my opinion means that something wonky went uh, went wrong in the design process versus uh, feeling uh, compelled to or wanting to do it um, because mm. you like that kind of min-maxing and you like seeing your numbers go up and walking into the next dungeon and just, you know. Well, for me, in games where I want to grind are the <laughs> games that have the strong primary gameplay loop thing where it's just fun and cathartic to keep doing the, the primary loop. Mm -hmm. Like something like yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk or Spider Man. Yeah, I just, if uh, you could call just randomly going around the city doing stunts and stuff grinding, but it's yeah. fun to do. I could like lose myself for hours doing that. Yeah, Mom. and there's. And it's also like, what is the end of it? Like, what is what is the grinding for? Like, are you grinding towards, I just want to get stronger, like this sort of nebula stronger, or do you have a goal in mind? Um, like, are you grinding because you want 100 blanks so that you can craft a blank, or you're grinding because you want enough souls to level up your arcane so that you can use this uh, sick, sick new spell? Or are you grinding super chats so that we can hit our $10,000 donation goal so that we can oh, go to shit. Adventures Night Live on location in March? Aren't we supposed to have an overlay for that these days? Uh, no. I don't know if on these talk shows uh, we have space for the overlays yet. Okay. Well, if we did have an overlay, it would say, hey, donate money through Super Chats and shit so we can reach our target of $10,000 to uh, go and film Season 4 of Adventure is Nigh. That's and the stay in a haunted motive. <laughs> but as for what you're grinding for, that depends on what you play games for. And this yeah. goes back to the uh, the different kinds of gamer uh, that I've occasionally seen catalogued in uh, books on game design theory because everyone goes in with different motivations some people go in to uh, get to the end of the story and I like to think I'm one of those I'm a story chaser type some people play games because they want to master a skill some people play games just because they want to uh, kill time I suppose feel something in this cold cruel world but <laughs> because it goes to type i was actually gonna think maybe we start there what games or maybe archetype of grind do you guys like because i feel we like different ones like crack out a title yeah it's grinding for the story crack any of them um okay uh the witcher three. There you go that's a, that a solid one because funny enough yes. that's why i like my grind for that game was also like i want to see more of the story not the loot and nothing else it's yeah. for the narrative i've had the problem i had with the witcher 3 that there was uh, uh what what it did was that i did a couple of side missions like uh, just to enjoy the stories and stuff and to make sure my character was like uh, properly equipped and properly leveled but very quickly i found that i was over leveled for the main campaign 
And I was like, well, now I feel like I don't want to do the rest of the side missions and experience those stories, because that, that, that'll only make me even more overleveled. Those stories are good. So- it's funny, because there's some people where that is the point for them. Like, they want to feel like they are constantly overleveled because they put in the work at the beginning. Whereas you want to like kind of walk that knife's edge of you want to feel yeah. like you're, you're constantly yeah. like on the verge of maybe falling over, but, but not quite. For me, the ideal like difficulty curve is where you're always like winning by the skin of your teeth. Mm-hmm. That shows a very competently uh, designed um, uh, difficulty curve, as I say. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're just like dying over and over again, it's just frustrating. But if you're like winning with like seventy-five percent of your health every single boss fight, uh, then uh, you, I feel unchallenged. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to feel like I'm being challenged just enough without you know being a roadblock. Yeah. So sometimes you know, there's a lot of like uh, Ubisoft-style sandboxes that have the level-based system where you can't. Continue to the next bit of the plot until you reach level such and such. And uh, I'll occasionally just do just enough side stuff to get me up to the right level for the next bit of the critical path campaign. Mm-hmm. It's always yeah. really like a mild feeling of resentment, though. Yeah. The, uh, going back to your question for us, the, the, I, I feel like I don't, by and large, uh, I am that person who tries to finish a game to see the ending, and then I'm done. I'm not a completionist. I'm not. Uh, I don't. I don't have a sense of mastery in things. Uh, but of course, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we all have our exceptions to the rules, and I uh, find it kind of cathartic to grind in uh, classic turn-based JRPGs, especially if I'm second screening them. Uh, that's I, I like replaying those older games on my Switch or on a Steam Deck or or any sort of handheld thing while I'm watching something else, while I'm watching sports, while I'm watching... There uh, is... What is the grind in CRPGs? For those who don't... CRPGs or JRPGs? Because I don't have any CRPGs. You said CRPG, didn't you? No, I think... No, no, he said JRPGs. I wouldn't wouldn't be caught dead with a CRPG. Of course not. (laughs) This is Marty we're talking about. (laughs) No, the grind is is relatively simple loops, like uh, Persona 5, take for example. He's going into mementos. Yeah. I was perfectly happy grinding up uh, dungeons in Persona 4 just to make sure Mm -hmm. I had unlocked every single Persona. Yeah, and you also get a nice... There was was a satisfaction in doing that because in the past I've had trouble with JRPGs like when I have to actually think about what I'm doing and strategize a fight. Mm -hmm. And uh, the satisfaction in going through Persona 4 knowing that every single random fight you do is making you a little bit stronger. Mm Mm-hmm. And every every step you take is making you uh, better equipped for the next big fight. Persona 4, I like specifically as an example, because um, there's no central grinding location like a Mementos or anything. And so you go through each of the dungeons um, the first time. And it's generally like, you know, quasi-difficult. Like, you have to uh, keep your wits about you and you need to exploit weaknesses and everything. And oh, then, look at that fancy new Toffee Cam that's showing oh, off the things cam. we're talking about. <laughs> incredible uh but then uh the second time you go through if you're grinding again you are a couple levels higher you know what to expect and so it feels almost like a victory lap through those and so you're playing through the same locations but it's like a different endorphin rush you're getting instead of kind of having to pay full attention to what's going on you're able to uh, uh relax a little bit and sort of uh, loosen your grip on the wheel which is usually dangerous but in that case it's not 
Yeah, you're you're an interesting one because I had asked you before. I was like, Marty, how do you get so many games done? But you just kind of you go and you go. You say you don't have a forever game, whereas that's no. that's actually quite common nowadays having those uh, forever live service games. Would yeah. you say though you, you you grind franchises now? I've seen you go on your like, all this <clears throat> yeah. self-imposed, yeah, self-imposed, self-imposed franchise grinding. Yeah, I went through uh, some some of the Sonic games, the Zelda games, the Mario games. I'm going through all the Final Fantasy VII games right now. So. Yeah, if we're if we're counting that as grinding, but that's more of like I have a a, a head injury and and it, it's it's, need yeah, to grind you I mean, enjoy the, though, so I think it's worth yeah out. yeah. Funny that Final Fantasy VII is like nineteen games. Well, yeah, and some of them are pretty bad. Dirge of Cerberus. Oh the, yeah, uh, fucking Dirge third of person shooter. Uh, not not great. No, uh, that was the cool. Vincent Valentine game, right? It was, yeah. It was very mid, very mid aughts in terms of uh, it was. It's very brown. Uh, it mm. is very boring, and it is very emo. So I do get um, satisfaction in grinding if I know I'm getting stronger. I think um, mm-hmm. games like Earthbound, I enjoyed that as well, because uh, you know, as well, long as is- you can like just you can uh, easily get back and uh, get all your health back. That's uh, that's and a character to grind. What yeah. about what about games that make you feel like the grind makes you smarter? Slay the Spire. Oh, you like just, Dark Souls. Or sure, like, yeah, that, uh, yeah. You just have to keep uh, trying a boss until you've. Um, yeah, I do get a satisfaction of um, like constantly banging my head against a boss fight until I've memorized all the attack patterns. That's why I don't appreciate. Knowledge. That's why I don't appreciate like Souls likes that sort of penalize you for dying too much. Like Dark Souls Two, like makes your maximum yeah. health go down if mm-hmm. you keep dying. So I'd That's like equip the one ring that like stabilized it at seventy five percent and never took it off for the entire game. That was, that was my gripe with like Bloodborne, where it's like here you have no vials now, go grind for yeah. them. I was like, why? Yeah. You ruined yeah. it. Everything was going so well. Well, yeah, I just want to be free to memorize all the boss fight attacks and memorize the exact right move to make when it happens. Yeah, you brought up Earthbound I earlier. I always, I always like how you, um, you see your character growth not just based on your stats going up and you causing more damage, but when you go and fight lower leveled enemies, once you're a few levels above them, uh, yeah. if you attack them from behind, there is no battle. There's like it goes like the color thing instead of going to like black goes to green and then it just blips and you just win and so there is no battle you are just so strong that it says you don't need to fight this thing like you it's so, we will give you the XP we'll give you the loot like you have proven yourself and I always really love that it's funny there's so many like big games that are like what I would call gear grinders now mm-hmm. where you have to keep your gear score up but the sense of actually feeling like you've gotten stronger from equipping something with higher numbers or leveling up um, always seems to be lost in these games. Because oh, you, your, your numbers increase so infinitesimally. Yeah. It doesn't actually feel like you, uh, when you actually get down to a do the fighting, you don't actually feel like you're doing that much more damage than you did before. Yeah. No, no. I guess that makes me the sick puppy because I'm the one that does play the games as a service. The, the actual idle games, I've got like three on my phone. One I've had for like a year, and I do play a bunch of like roguelike runners. And I feel like even that gear score thing, that infinitesimal grind for 0.1% increase in whatever, has even taken over in the, in the like rogue sort of area. To the point where I can point to the Binding of Isaac had great upgrade systems in that you can do something like take two devil deals in one run, and you unlocked a new character that now plays different to your base character you've unlocked more of the game and then 
Brotato does that as well now, where it's like heal 200 times in one run, you've unlocked the doctor character, which play, just, it plays a whole different way. Whereas, funny we use this for the thumbnail, Hades is just, well, you grind for currency, and then that currency you can spend to be 5% stronger, 10% stronger. And it's more so like, why are you grinding? It's to feel like I didn't lose everything. Yeah, Finding like, uh, of Isaac is almost unique in that it does actually feel like every run is different. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. it's got a fairly basic gameplay loop and uh, everything you pick up fundamentally changes the way you fight and the way you move. Yep. And, and that's and uh, rare that's... to see in like rival roguelites because most of them are just, you know, get the sword or get the hammer. Yeah, no, that's why. One I... of them is fast and one of them is slow. That's that's why I, like I find it odd. I used to think I was almost unsatisfied because I just do like every now and then just numbers go up. But it felt like I tried Suicide Squad and not Suicide Gotham Knights and a few other ones. And I was like, they all just do this. Well, oh, now this one's purple, but it's really no different. Whereas I'm looking for kind of like Borderlands that the gameplay is actually opening up and it's 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 now exploding every time I shoot or some some new effect or other. It's a uh, it's a difference, I guess, between like a WoW raid and Terraria, where it's like, okay, I farmed a boss, now I can make different outfits with it. Where it's fun, but a WoW raid, it's part, it's, the grind itself is what's annoying. You have to get 50 people to fight online with you. You have to wait in line, and you might not get it, you know? So yeah, it's, it's just, annoying enough getting five people together to play board games every other weekend. Right. Does, I mean, does the grind change when you're grinding with friends or is that one of those things that it's not the grind that's any better it's the friends that are better you know like uh, the multiplayer yeah. games thing that is another job have you ever wow rated marty have you I met have a wow no, rated? i have not i played I, uh, I, I played no. about 30 hours of wow the year it came out and that sure yeah. nothing i've seen of wow rating has made it seem attractive to want to get into you got to yeah. be a, a like a militant type <laughs> yeah. that's the kind in there but that's why i sort of like those are my three things for grind why am I grinding if it's just like um, Lords of the Fallen was an interesting one because of um, you can go into the fucking what, what the hell was it called? Umbral. Gary, Indiana. Umbral Gary, yeah. Indiana. You can go into the Umbral and everything's harder, but it just keeps popping up and you can kill it. And you can essentially grind to be a little bit stronger, but that's at your own volition. That's at like, oh, I just need my, one more level. So I'm just going to pop it in the Umbral real quick, kill some things, pop out. So like, why am I grinding? How is the grind? And then what's the point after the fact? Hey, Eric found the overlay for the, for the donation goal. Oh, he did it. Look at that. Nice one. I'm proud so of that. Give us cash, assholes. Give us, give us money. Now you, grind. Can, now you grind money into this <laughs> overlay and watch it, the number Beautiful. go up. So we like, know what you like. Uh, a few people earlier mentioned grinding and farming. Is grinding... In my opinion, grinding is when the things you get are just numbers. So it's either money or XP or whatever. And then farming is you get items. So they're like ostensibly the same things, but it's like getting presents instead of money. You can you can grind to farm, but can you yeah. farm to grind? I'd say uh, if you're playing Stardew Valley and you want to get to level 10 farming, uh, you could potentially grind to farm. Level 10 farming. What the hell do you do? Do you just get the best hose in town? Ababa. Ooh. No, seriously, what happens at level 10 farming? Uh, you, well, you get a bunch of bonuses, like you unlock new crafting recipes, you become more efficient at collecting stuff. 
What's the end goal in Stardew? It's, well, there isn't one. That's kind of the not point. be haunted by your grandpa. The ghost. I think, well, after th- after three years, the ghost of your grandpa shows up and judges you, conservative old bastard as he is. Sure, but, sure. Uh, that's you, that's not the end of the game. You just keep going. You do other things on that farm, right? Like you help uh, people do their yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Is well, it's grind the made... helping you help them? Well, the point of the game is you find the activity you want to do, I suppose. And some okay. people just like to live a fairly balanced existence. That's what I usually do. You uh, tend uh, your farm, you plant stuff, you sell vegetables, you look after animals and sell their products, you build up money and you spend the money on upgrades to your house and once your house is fully upgraded you can marry someone and have two kids and then you've uh, built up your basically the ideal farming life. I feel like farming is the positive connotation of a grind for the joy of of just the thing that you're doing. Like people who farm their Pokemons or literal farming or, or whatever or not well when we well when marty brought up farming he was talking about like loot, you know, farming loot yeah endlessly farming. killing uh, a certain enemy to in the hope of getting a certain random drop right. yeah diablo has it destiny has it um yeah that so that. so and you were asking if that's like the difference between that and grinding is just like so whether you just get numbers going up or if you get an actual item yeah, yeah, they don't see because a couple of people uh, asked that at the top of the chat, and I was thinking about that, and I was like, they seem relatively similar to me. Sure, yeah. Uh. yeah. I like a game that uh, that gives me some control over uh, the, the 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 temperature of the water when I want to grind. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these older um, the older Final Fantasy releases have uh, the ability to like uh, increase speed of battles, mm. completely turn off battles, increase the battle rate. Um, increase the amount of XP you get, uh, gill stuff like that. Um, even like newer games like Bravely Default had like a, a encounter rate slider, which I really liked. Like if you wanted to grind, you could set it yeah. to nine, and every step you'd instant you'd instigate a battle, or you could set it to zero, and you could walk around a dungeon and never encounter an enemy. Which well, um, that sort yeah, of flexibility is, just... is nice. Well, then we're getting into what I would call meta grind because you have got the grind which is um, the thing that some people enjoy. But then there's another like meta grinding experience that some people like, my wife seems to like it, where the the challenge is to find the most optimal way to grind. Like mm-hmm. my wife used to really like playing cookie cookie clicker. Oh. And she took it so seriously. She likes she had spreadsheets set up. She'd like calc- she was because she's like a math graduate. She calculated the like optimal uh, process uh, for max to maximize cookie profits. Incredible. I do through, that on a weekend every now and through again, spreadsheets yeah. and things, and that's and some people enjoy that, and that's like uh, almost one level above grinding. It's grinding your grind, grinding your ability to grind. I, uh, Frost, I you are a spreadsheet guy. You like a spreadsheet? I do love me a good spreadsheet, but I'm I'm a nasty spreadsheet. I've got friends who are like very much like that is beautiful. Mine, I treat it like a paper pencil napkin. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, mine are disgusting. But I found a game called uh, Time is Honey. It is a, it is like Cookie Clicker, but it's just bees. You're keeping bees. And uh, with a bit of money, you can open up card packs that give you three bees. And this is what I chase for, is feeling smarter than the, the, the as you said, that optimization. I found that it, the money doesn't come so much from getting nice bees. It's from flipping bees and opening up more card packs and getting a legendary. So then I, the game just changed completely. It wasn't an idle game anymore on there. Like, okay, how fast am I opening this? Okay, if I can get them to this level, then it gives me my money back. But now I've gotten so much money. I've increased my upgrades so much that it's a waste of time to even bother leveling these. So just throw them out. 
and you just go mad for that. It is uh, like instead you ever of feel like you're a prisoner of a game at that point. No, because some of them have endings. Those are nice. <laughs> the ones that go forever. I'm like, eh, that's my weakness. No, I'm not a prisoner. Sometimes the beatings stop. <laughs> yeah, if I say please. Sometimes like you know they have all the Harry Potter books in prison. You know? <laughs> it's not that bad. Uh, it's what's that, most... what that new story? Was that news story that went around a while back that uh, some prison banned the prisoners from playing D&D? And the reason they gave was because it might cause them to fantasize about escaping. Because they're definitely not doing that uh, <laughs> outside of D&D. Uh, that's incredible. They might be able to like uh, form a strategy with the right DM. They could form a strategy on how to, how to escape. Yeah, yeah no. It's, that's it's... how they were going to plan their escape attempt. Like sort of, they, sort of the same way like those uh, right-wing militias coordinate things online and say in minecraft at the end yeah. for, for the sake of deniability yeah exactly did you know you can escape and i think it's sweden they won't hold it against you because they think that's a natural response to being imprisoned yeah, yeah i think it's just that well obviously they'll try to recapture you but you yeah. don't get additional years added to yeah. your sentence yeah. for escaping it, yeah. if you like break things and you know hold people hostage yeah they'll hold that against yeah. you but the <laughs> act, of tr- act of trying to get out they're like yeah you know i would too sure yeah yeah, I see that. I, if I think I'd do that, if this doesn't pan out, I'm just going to go to a Swedish prison and just yeah, like, let's see how much. Well, 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 if they designed prisons where they gave you like an exercise bike in every room and uh, uh, just display in front of the exercise bike a screen saying the amount you rode this week and then your personal best to the left, I think a lot of people wouldn't escape from prison if you gave them that. Don't know that. prison. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. grind a five prison. Grind to five prisons. So wait, so uh, bouncing off this, we've talked about the grinds that we uh, relate to, the grinds, our own personal grinds that we don't mind. What are what are bad grinds in your mind? Like what bad is grinds? Like, for me? For me, the first thing that comes up is sort of that um, false sense of FOMO that comes from like a battle pass or mm-hmm. like uh, sort of uh, feeling people like they need to log in every day or else they're gonna they're gonna fuck up their their streak. Or anything, you know, people being like, oh, I only have 30 days to do this much in Fortnite because I'm not going to get my fucking Captain America costume or whatever. Um, yeah, the ones like, that demand. That feels like it preys on people's um, just, I don't know, psychosis, I guess. But I have to ask, would you forgive that if the game was fun to play? Like, um, I was, if, if we were dealing with something like Spider-Man 2, and they were saying, hey, if you like swing and do athletics, uh, or like an hour every day, you get an extra prize. And I'd be like, well, I could do that because that's what I like doing anyway. I mean, I think that's certain games like uh, Destiny or Fortnite or or Genshin even, I think you mentioned, uh, Frost. I think the people who are hardcore into those games do find it fun. Like, Bungie's gameplay is fun. Well, you gotta, and- you got to hope so. Yeah, I would. I would hope so. Um, but like, man, when I think of like the only game that kind of hooked me into that daily, weekly thing was, uh, and granted, it was during the pandemic, so I was depressed. But uh, it was the fucking Avengers game, which is bad. It was bad. It was not fun. I was not having fun while doing it. But I would log in every day and like sometimes every six hours to make sure I did my things so that I could get my things, so I could get more orbs, so that maybe I can unlock this new Iron Man costume that I didn't care about. And no, what a uh, great use of time it's proved to be. I was a hindsight. prisoner. Now, now I don't think any of that exists anymore, which is fine. It's probably for the best. That was a that was a those were dark times. Could have learned to bake bread like everyone yeah. else, you know. <laughs> but you've done that instead. Um, yeah, to, to, to me, definitely like once they get to that point of 
you're making more demands of my time and my money and, and not really giving me much back in amusement. Then I was like, what's, what's the point there? Um, yeah. There was a game I reviewed at the old place. I forgot what it were. That it felt like the most predatory gotcha game mechanics, but it, at no point could I put in the credit card. So I was like, you're just yeah. sick. What? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even get out of here with my wallet. Yeah. Like, what's happening? Yeah. You're torturing me. It's yeah, not for it's information. Just, you're not trying to yeah. make me talk. You just I don't know what you're just doing. Like the knife. Yeah. yeah. I guess that they've just sort of trained people to want that experience now. Like I was yeah. convinced Gotham Knights was a live service, but people were saying, "No, stop calling it a live service. It's not actually online." And I was like, "Well, why does it feel like a live service then? Why does it all play the, like one?" All the bad parts with none of the like minor good parts, um, and not even the predatory parts. So it's like, what? It's, what, are you, what is this? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, with a case it's like that, you assume it was one thing. It's methadone for people trying to get off the heroin. I guess so, yeah. yeah there you well, go. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, you could wean off gambling addictions with those. Actually, there was a, ooh, it was some guy said his granny used to waste all their money at the casino until he showed her Pokemon, the casino and that. And she would just, every now and then, would lose all the money in that and would just tell her grandson, hey, could you give me more coins in this? And he would Even just grind her out some coins and, yeah, she'd have a good time. Never <laughs> went to a casino again. I like how the, the Pokemon Casino is like the simplest casino ever. Like we could take her to the games that have like much more robust casinos, but no, keep her in the Pokemon. Yeah, ga gaming could be, you know, could rehabilitate. It's the nicotine patch for for gambling. Yeah. Well, ah. yeah, but then they find all those games where that actually do have real gambling in. Yeah, well, you know, some people, get, you know, they, they wean on with nicotine. It's a it's a yeah. little smoother yes. going in. You know, I've been looking into becoming addicted to nicotine lately. What would you recommend just for a beginner? The gum. <laughs> the gum. The gum. Yeah. yeah. That's easy. That's easy peasy. Um, I can see how it happens, actually. I was a social smoker for a while in that I didn't actually buy cigarettes for myself. But if I was at a party and I was hanging out with my mates outside, I'd just bum a smoke off them to be part of the conversation. Yeah, it's hard. I can see how someone could like become addicted by that route. I had a, I worked at a coffee shop that people who smoked just got extra breaks. And I was like, well, I'm going to yeah. start smoking so I get extra bricks. And then I was like, yeah, wait, this isn't good. Now I'm yeah, smoking. Like, now I'm paying money and I'm smoking. I don't have gummy bears. I was like, oh, we, we're doing this? I just have oh, a couple I'm, back for it. Oh, yeah, they're but hey, if, if you let smoke. Yeah, let smokers yeah. go out for a break every five minutes. People who like gummy bears should be allowed to have gummy bears for five minutes. Yeah. They, yeah. they were down. I'd pass around gummy bears that had their smokes. It later, it just came to, I'd just carry a lighter around. And they were, you know, they're like, fuck it. He's always got yeah. a light. When do you, uh, are there are there games where it starts off and sometimes like the grind to me uh, feels like that thing. If you enter a new relationship and there's like a, a, a thing your partner does and you find it like cute and endearing. And then as time goes on, it starts to like grate at you a little bit. And you're like, oh, that like cracking, cracking knuckles all the time, like isn't as cute and endearing as I thought it was. And actually, every time I hear it, it drives me up the fucking wall. Yeah. And I'm like, is there like yeah. gameplay mechanics that do that for you where you're like for the first couple hours, you're like really into it. And then you're like, oh, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, what you, what this, you for me, it? this is in the little things. Like yeah. I was playing Hogwarts Legacy and I was enjoying it for a while. But then it like gets into the grindy second half where it's just like constantly copy-pasted combat arenas against like three different enemy factions and what, what i found was starting to really get on my nerves at that point was uh, the menu interface when you pressed start there'd be this animation where you'd see a book open and all the pages would fall into place before they'd make the map appear 
I'm like, I just want to get a fucking objective marker to the next bit. Stop <laughs> it with the fucking page turning animations. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it started out really cute, and then it's like, this, this is too much. It's usually like inevitable. Like, let's say, yeah, I think it was Red Dead. He, he makes a big old fuss of going through people's pockets and stuff. And like, I'm just trying to yeah. loot right now, please. Yeah, opening just, every drawer. And yeah, get on drawer. with it. Yeah. The yeah, yeah. animations. So it's, it's, I think it's just improper planning in that way. Um, yeah. In that vein of like bad grind, grinds that make me feel like inevitably, um, I had to grind before I started the game. I know people love this game, like with all their hearts, huge fan base. Dead Cells, it feels like I have to put it on the babyest mode and grind out all the currencies and find all the weapons, and then I get to actually play Dead Cells. It's just, it's just too much stuff on it. But and it like is. You need to get good, scrub. Yeah. No, because I play it like an idle game. The most efficient way to do it is to just put the ego away, put it on the baby mode, and it's faster. It's faster than everything else. The only suckers is like just grind out the hardest for their ego. Yeah, I mean, games, like, there's a... There's well, I'm a, feeling a little bit attacked by that, man. You like narratives. You don't care about your skill. I like a blend, you know? That's why I don't really get on with visual novels or, like, choose-your-adventure games like what David Cage makes. I appreciate the point where interactivity and the gameplay grind meets narrative. Sure. Sure. So I, I like, you know, I like a Dark Souls grind. I like all of that. Yeah. I mean, do you think grind can ever be... That's interesting. Like, I never associate grind with story. Hmm. Do you? Like... Funny, yeah. Um, Metroidvanias, you, you grind out for the, the ending. Yeah. They're, they consistently give you three endings, and uh, yeah. a lot of it is kind of grinding. I suppose I see getting to the next story point as sort of my motivation for the grinding. That's sort of how I've designed Starstruck Vagabond. You do deliveries to build up enough money so you can buy the next engine upgrade that gets you to the next story point. Is my uh, vision there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. I can like that. I like. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the, the games where the grind, I guess maybe less story and more of like while grinding, the experience of doing it is giving me something that is... Take like Death Stranding. Mm. I like... The, the game is kind of built most of what you're doing is like based in altruism of say i'm trying to kind of uh, put together the pieces of a broken world and you're trying to help people out and you're you're building roads and and supplies and and uh tools for strangers who are going to come behind you and there was a grind to that that i really liked because i was and maybe it's because I, uh, it's timing coming like right near the beginning of the pandemic was like you were helping anonymous strangers and there was something about it that like really touched me in a way to where it's like I wasn't grinding to try to get bigger swords or try to get more money or shit. Like I was dry, grinding to try to like make the world a slightly better place. And that That's I don't know. Yeah, and that like really appealed to me in a in a way that huh. Kojima kind of touched that with uh, the, the 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 sort of communal grinding in Metal Gear Solid Five, where it was like, can we reach like full? Uh, what was the whole thing like get rid everyone gets rid of their nukes and there's like a secret ending if uh, mm. everyone every player go, reaches like 100% nuclear disarmament which I always found is a funny thing for a guy like him to, to see yeah. um, when, to the original point of grind for story I guess the only one I know that exists is Hades you, you can't you mm. literally have to get the rest of the story you have to grind out runs to the point where you can just die you don't even have to win and you can yeah, and that works pretty well because the the story is very much on the ground. In that 
you like converse with gods every time you get one of their upgrades at the end of every room. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like a distant thing you're working towards. It's a thing that's a constant presence. Until yeah. the later end where you do, because it's got that relationship thing, the affinity, you have to, you have mm-hmm. to grind out the resource, find the gods, and then that's how you actually unlock some of the later weapons. And it's like, wow, that's poof, a lot. It's a lot. And the game doesn't change. I love it. Just saying. That's not the most egregious. I would put that at in the middle where I'm like, oh, okay, I can handle it, sure. You know. Yeah. Frost, did you talk about Brotato yet? Uh like <laughs> twice. <laughs> I feel like you you might be the world's number one Brotato defender in my mind. Like what is not even defender, just number Who's one Brotato. Yeah, that's number like Brotato mentioner. Like what Probably. is it about that game that 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 tickles your fancy so much? I'd say it is because I I used to be a more like pro gamer and that was all about the mastery of of your hands and Rocket League and shooting. You shoot better every time. It's a very personal thing there. But then these are there's other games where you grind grind to feel smarter, so to speak. And as you learn the systems and how they operate, it is like you're you're messing with stats, you're messing with builds where it's just like, okay, this does this and my stats are here now, so how can I I plan it is the most that feels like um, Slay the Spire and and the Binding of Isaac, all that emergent gameplay that comes out of it because of all the different systems in it. But it's just in one room and it's super fast. It's got like the most depth for how how quick it is. Honestly, it's probably the best bullet heaven game because it's it just has so many varying things where you go, okay, am I gonna try and be the bullet god or am I just gonna try and be a tank and survive for the sixty seconds? You know, it is. Of of those that came out of the su- survivors, that's probably the best one. Even Vampire Survivor, it is you grind for currency, so you can get five percent more movement speed from the start. Mm-hmm. You know, um, who I think it was Yahtzee actually that said I might have been talking about Dead Cells, where he says the thing about the roguelike is when you die, you should be looking forward to that the next run instead of just like oh god, I got to start from zero again. Uh. I may have said that. I've said a lot of things. You just do say many things. Uh, and, and yeah, that's, that's how it feels like you start in the center of the thing and you can go in so many directions instead of just, you know, roguelites. I, not blaming Hades, but with its popularity, people seem to think that, oh, people like that 5% and that get some progress even though you lose, but all we're doing is sort of raising the floor. The game's not changing. It's just a little... You're closer to the the end goal than when you started, but not by much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and yeah, the, the, there was a couple interesting points there, but I like the one of like where failure doesn't feel like a setback. Failure, like they 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 make you want to keep going as opposed to feeling defeated. Like they make yeah, they make you want to keep instead of defeated. I guess mm. you can also win Boy. in different ways. Like a game that lets you define your own wins, I think that's what helps a grind. And usually, it's like, oh, yeah. you have to win, beat it. No, no, this is like, oh, I unlocked the doctor because I I just did a a health build this time around. My goal yeah. isn't to win now. My goal is to take five thousand things of damage. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's... a lot of that's in uh, how the uh, the flow of the game is organized. Like uh, I find it very difficult to stop playing something like Stardew Valley. Because you get through the day, you go to bed, and then a new day starts. And I'm like, hell, I might as well just do another day, because I've already got my list of things to do, ready? And then the next thing you know, it's midnight, and uh, the children are dead. Yeah, the 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 real children or the game? The game. 
both. As you no longer oh, no. can distinguish the difference. Oh, no. Yeah, there is uh, creating that sort of feedback loop that gives you the endorphin drip uh, at a regular basis. And so it doesn't yeah. feel like you're ever biting off too much more. It's always like, oh, I can have another slice. I can have another slice. Like, and you've I guess it's like the, like the World of Warcraft like experience bar. You, give, you get your nice flashy reward and then immediately faced with the next challenge like yeah empty bar now start again yeah yeah but oh that's what, oh. That's what keeps you going yeah that in the sense there's also resentment that can form so like imagine um what was the power wash simulator you don't have to do 100 percent of the entire vehicle but it's like 99 98 but roguelites to me feel like 50 percent, and it's like all right on to the next one and you're like well, i kind of kind of wanted you know like, I wish you'd put a little more effort into making me want to keep going. With, uh, yeah. with roguelites, it, it just feels it's just far too half-assed. I'm like, oh, I just don't want you to feel bad. There is no act actual extra content, but here's this thing that feels like a grind, like it's something that you can have, and that's... It, it is... I think at some point, maybe someone did a games developer conference where they go, players don't like feeling like they lost everything. So they just put in this mechanic that's meant to just sort of be a consolation prize that's how i see them they're not really meant to be something you grind for it's a consolation prize but because it can be completed you, you mentally make it a task you mentally turn it into a grind and when it, it the longer it takes to do it the more you resent it because yeah. i think as much as anything else we have to remember we're in for we're in the games for fun some people's grind can just be mental Sure. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, burn myself out on Assassin's Creed One trying to get all the flags. That was on me. <laughs> yeah, and it felt like it was also it's it was a little bit different when it was like you maybe only had a finite amount of games to play or at your disposal, yeah. or if you're on a tight income or or you're a kid and you only yeah. get the one game for Christmas. Whereas now, even that was if you the only reason I did all the sliding tile puzzles in Zelda Wind Waker. Yeah, exactly. Whereas now, even if you have no money. You can download infinite entertainment on your phone, on your PC, on any console. Like there are so many free to play things or incredibly cheap things that, uh, that sort of isn't isn't a part of it anymore in my mind. Honestly, I just kind of like doing sliding tile puzzles. If I'm honest, they are yeah. nice. Yeah, like like Talos. I didn't. You know, I think it's good. Um, but just you know, just move on. Or uh, what was it? Yeah, you you almost seem offended when you. I like these puzzles. It's good you like them. There's nothing against them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, they're yeah. fine. As it goes, sometimes you just enjoy that kind of stuff. Uh, to the cynical side, do you think there's a trend in this increase of grind because it is a way to pad out game time? Let's not deny that you can. You can fluff your, your time a bit. Well, there are a lot of games certainly seem to be leaning on trying to uh, pad themselves out as much as possible these days. Mm -hmm. In the sense of something like uh, God of War Ragnarok, the grind comes in the form of endless uh, dungeons in between story moments oh from one corridor to the next isn't that new rogue mode marty like grinding yeah, for the valhalla. narrative isn't that, isn't that yeah valhalla is interesting because in in leaning on a rogue rogue mode it creates a more compact narrative than the game itself which is just feels really strange like the 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 Valhalla, like the five hour rogue DLC, is uh, uh, tells a tighter 
and, and less padded story than the actual relatively linear story itself, which I find um, strange because in the main game you are constantly uh, like, yes, he said, that's a prime example of uh, uh, one of those things where you're constantly going into your inventory and constantly going into your menu and being like, Oh, I got this thing, which is 5% more, you know, burn damage, or I got this armor, which gives me a 2% quicker cooldown on something. And like, I had to, I think we talked about this the other year, but like I had to be like, when I'm playing this game, I can only go to my menu once an hour. Otherwise, I'm going to be in this fucking thing after every battle. Like, I can only go in and change my equipment once an hour because I do not want this to become a game where I'm, you know, using a fake-ass cursor to, to navigate a navigate a menu and, and constantly min-max my, my little dress-up doll. Yeah, you, don't, you didn't play Diablo, did you? No. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Like, that because, is that, yeah. right? Like, because loot drops just, all the time. Yeah. If you try to min-max all the time, you will waste all your time. So you're supposed to kind of just get to the, the end of the story and then diddle. Yeah. Or if you get a a big piece that actually changes something, like oh now you got yeah. five blades swinging out. Yeah, sure, sure, like a brand yeah, new instead of just something. like hey, it's plus two stronger. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't do anything. Well, for you know, me. That could, I know for some people it does. That could so, be nice. I mean, I've, I've always thought like uh, a good game design uh, curve is to sort of go up and down in terms of energy. And yeah. uh, if you take a break from combat to sort through your inventory, that could be a uh, one way of doing that. Yeah, self-impose in that way. Because if you could just, if it's just like constant noise, then you you tend to get overstimulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need those moments of downtime, whether it's you know bite-sized levels or you opening a menu and sort of creating your own moments of downtime. Yeah, it's just got to be worth it, you know. Like it yeah. gets to be too much, like in uh, you know Borderlands. You don't start looking at every piece of loot. You get to a point where it's like, was it orange? Was it green? Okay. Number go up, number go Alert, up. Get larger, all better. Number, yes, number get huge. Yeah. Oh. Shall we go to super chats? We've been meandering a bit. Yeah, that's uh, good. yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, and as a reminder, everyone, you can see that bar at the top of the screen. Thank you, everyone uh, who donates on this stream and all of our other streams. Uh, your super chats for the foreseeable future are going towards Adventures Nigh Season Four on location, being filmed very soon. Uh, so we appreciate everyone's uh, donos over there. Also buy merch. Buy all the merch. All buy all the merch, and then there will be no longer. There's frost. There's cold take merch. You can get cold take hat. You, you get a semi Rambo zipper. Yeah. Little zip, not a zipper. You, you get a hoodie or a jumper. We got lanyards yet? Oh no! Come Nick, on, no. Lenards. How do you maybe keep your keys? Get a, maybe for the uh, Second Wind Expo. There you go, <laughs> Lenards. Anyway. Starting with Jumbly Wobbly with $5, who says, Pop quiz, hot shot. The year is 2001. Off the top of your head, top five best, blandest, and worst clocks ticking yards. He guessed the games. Jeez, I can't remember. 2001. Uh, well, your, your top would be Silent Hill 2. That Silent Hill 2. That was 2001, was it? Silent Hill 2, Metal Gear Solid 2, um, Halo. Uh, Hang on. 2001. Smash uh, Eco, uh, Jack and Daxter, Metal Gear Solid oh. Two. There you go. Crazy Taxi Two, Onimusha, yeah, 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 yeah. Grand Theft Auto Three, Halo Combat Evolved, Super Smash Brothers Melee, uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh damn! You started the awards in two thousand eight. Oh, there, there's Silent Hill Two, Metal Gear Solid, or uh, Final Fantasy Ten. That was a big year. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Max Payne and Shenmue Two. 
It's just crazy to think that there were games like 2000, just the 2000 bit. I feel the games from the 90s and the 80s and everything after the 2010s. 2000 was a strange year for me. It was a weird, weird like uh, haze. Yeah, I'm like, what? Mm. And that Tetris? Yeah, Yeah, just a lot of Tetris likes. Mm -hmm. Amazing to think Silent Hill 2 came out the same year as Sonic Adventure 2. Two peas in a pod. What a world. Couple of characters murdering their wives. Uh yes, yeah. except for Sonic Adventure Two. No, he killed. I think he killed. He, Amy passed away in that game. Uh, also, Slizer, thank you so much for gifting ten memberships over in YouTube. Holy oh. smokes! Thank you, Slizer. Check out Mister Community. Humane <laughs> uh, oh, Shield. Shield gives one ninety nine and says XCOM grind plus naming characters equals broken heart. Oh, that's Put funny. Some stakes in that grinding. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like it's like Darkest Dungeon. You're grinding for your morals. Because if you really care about your characters, you're going to want to build them up so you don't lose them. Except me, yeah. I, I go capitalist asshole. I'm like, all right, level I mean, one. In, I'll, I'll in theory, yeah, you get attached to characters and want to save them. But then what if you just have a bad day and just zone out for a bit? And then then they just die. Because Especially you, you named attention. them after like friends or colleagues or I'll do that. loved oh, ones. I just go with whatever name the default name is in XCOM. Because, you That's, know... That way you don't feel bad putting them through the meat grinder. I will learn to love them. I itemize them. I'm just like, best boy. You know, this is the best one. And then, shit liquor. Shit liquor. Uh, SVS Go 2000 gives five euros. Does it count as good difficulty design if the game dynamically and secretly lowers the difficulty after you fail a certain number of times? That's not. Is that grinding? No, that, that's just a question. No, because we were talking about oh, okay, how, okay. how, like, in my view, a perfect difficulty curve is where I'm just winning mm-hmm. all the way. Um, well, you have to die a few times for the game to start doing that. Uh, the, yeah. the the tricky part is on the game's part is detecting that a player's having trouble, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And like what the player is having trouble with, like yeah. Resident Evil 4 will um, uh, have fewer enemies in certain encounters if you're having trouble. It will give you more ammo if you yeah. are running out on ammo. And these are things that it does under the hood that it doesn't tell you about. But you if know, the player's just pissing about and like just fires a rocket at their own feet three times going, <laughs> Yeah, what can we really learn just, from that? Just because just... They're, they're taking the piss. And would the game get easier if they did that? Yeah, yeah, if it just counts a death as a death, yeah. But how can the game differentiate between that behavior and serious play? Sure. Do, do you guys like... I like to bask in, in the spoils. It's like... Um, I forgot what game it was, but it was chasing me across the screen, and it didn't matter how good I got at it, it would always always just be at that exact like distance away from me. And I was like, I've mastered this course, and I feel like by now I should have gotten like a pretty sizable gap that I could visually see instead of it for you to be like this close always. That's uh, rubber banding, is what you're describing there. Yeah, there you go. God. Yeah. One word for all the ones I just said. Yeah, and those are the... That's, to me, always like a good chase scene, a good set piece, a good sort of quick platforming, everything's crumbling around me thing, is where you constantly feel like you're about to fail, but don't. And like mm. that, that, in my opinion, that takes like real expert design, because I've been playing some games where it's like, I just keep fucking up every 
two or three like screens and then i'm just like yeah. well i'll restart now i guess i'll just learn how to do this i'll learn exactly where you want me to jump and what to grab onto and hey, those give me anxiety it's like those yeah. bad dreams we don't know how to run proper yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say resident evil 7 and 8 were very good at making sure i was constantly felt like i was about to run out of ammo without actually running out yeah 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 maybe that's just something capcom's good at hmm. Hmm. uh Tech, good old Tech. Oh, hang on. I think I missed one. We had Fox D. Yes. Fox D gives $5 and says, would like to see one of these Jiminy Cockthroat resource grind RPGs just bolt a cozy game on as its crafting system, like my time at Ubisoft. <laughs> see, there are certain things that don't really blend that well. I mean, I remember saying when Jedi Survivor came out, they seemed to be trying to like take influence from cozy games in that because you got like your home base where you can plant Rooftop flowers. Farm. Yeah. Yeah. But then, a, in order to get all the flowers, you have to go out to the field and get murdered by robots while searching for flowers, and that's where it sort of breaks down for me. Um, there's a there's a VR game, I believe, that's kind of like Moonlighter. You're a shopkeeper with all these guns and stuff, and you just sell guns. But I think at night you get in, you get ran at by robots, so you're just blasting them away, and then you sell them for better parts in the morning to people. Which is like okay, quite yeah. the loop. Uh, Jared Jones also sent a five dollar dono on Ko-Fi. Thank you so much, Jared. Nice. And then Wojtek, with his ten dollar donation, says Happy New Year. Always thought the worst grinds were the ones rewarded by a cosmetic. I mean, unless that's anything. what you want, you know, it, right? It, like, it depends on the thing. It, Cook's like, if it's saying, okay, beat this race in five seconds, jump fifty times, you know, those sort of challenges for unlocks. I'm down for it if it's just grind for currency for the cosmetic. Oh my god! It was more annoying playing again Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor, where I'd uh, find a hidden chest by cleverly seeing the secret path uh, through whatever. And then the only reward in the chest is like a diff, a slightly different grip for your lightsaber. A that different you colored poncho. Oh, the lightsaber yeah. things are the worst. You can't even see I those. Know. Yeah, that would, the that second one. Me off more. The second one at least had some like outfits that looked a little bit different and made you look like Han Solo or made you look like Dash Rendar. Yeah. Whereas like the first one, I'm just like, what are you doing? Like I don't want any of this. Or it would, or there'd be a new beard. Christ yeah. knows how it was in a box at the bottom of a lake, but. Uh, a wet used beard. Yeah, there yeah. was a was a Supra land. They're like these tiny little playground characters, and you'd find their dead bodies, but they were wearing like Han Solo's outfit. Now that you reminded yeah. me of it, or, or He Man, or something like that. So yeah, yeah. again, it's it's not so much the, the thing you're grinding for, but how you do it. Grinding for currency is probably the lamest one. Mm. Uh, Eloise gives two British pounds and says, "Grinding to platinum a game." Okay, that's what a lot uh, of those like f- achievements kind of. A lot of them build themselves around grinding. You yeah. need to kill X Men. Wasn't there uh, famously the first Dead Rising game had an achievement where you had to kill? It was like something like thirty thousand zombies, and it was because that yeah. was the population of the town the game took place in. Yeah, so there was the dialogue the at the start of the game where they tell you what the population of the town is, and if you kill yeah. that many zombies, you get an achievement. Yeah, grinding out achievements is like for the specific kind of gamer who just wants to 100% complete stuff. Yeah. That's as their primary motivator. Yeah. I think the game's made for it. I'm down. I just said Metroidvanias earlier, obviously. That's famously yeah, I always, like, like, have to be very careful it. to make sure I unlock every single square on the map when I'm playing Symphony of the Night. Oh, yep. no. 
Even the ones where you have to like turn into a bat and like fuck around in the corners yeah, of rooms. Just oh. turn into a bat and flow, float up into the corner of the sky where there's nothing to do and nothing to get. Yeah. Just because uh, otherwise there'd be a big empty space on the map. Because that's how you yeah. navigated Metroidvanias. That's how you know where you haven't been yet and where to go back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Boom. It's more involved and more inspired. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, Mappy1964 gives $5 and says, My favorite grindy game is the original Resident Evil 4, in which you can go back through the game with the Chicago typewriter and the infinite rockets. Well, that's just catharsis and, uh, you victory know, cathartic time killing. Yeah, victory lap. Because yeah. I remember playing through it at least once with the infinite rocket launcher just because I could. Mm-hmm. I was. Yeah, and those are things that are given to you like after you've already proven that you've kind of mastered yeah. the game. Oh, Gotta okay. beat the game like three times to afford it. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, um, some Japanese characters I don't understand gives a uh, hundred Swedish krona and says Yahtzee insulting chat make money go that's that is the idea it's true the fin dome is strong in you and then Hunter Roach comes with $10 and says I usually find the grind in RPGs turns me off but I also find quarrying lots of stone to build with in something like Minecraft Yo, man, uh, I don't, you, missed... you guys have not played the mods where you literally, you quarry stone so you can quarry most, more stone. And you, you take stone, and if you combine four of them, you get compact stone. And then if you combine four of those, you get compactor stone. And it just, that's yeah. it. That's the whole thing. It's, uh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a playing a mod that introduced gadgets like, a, like an automatic mining device that basically functioned like a Roomba. It would just yeah. go around in a big square and sucking up all the rocks as it went. Like ultimately creating a factory. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a VR game that came out um, like a year or two ago, and uh, it might be called Clockwork something. But you you uh, are, are kind of creating these automatons to try to create kind of like this this chain, a factory chain in a room to solve a puzzle. But the automatons, when you they create, you kind of record an action in VR, and then that is what the robot does. And so you like record catching something and throwing it to the side. And then when you walk away, all of a sudden there's a robot who catches something and throws it to the side at that exact speed. And then you go to where that thing throws it and you create a robot that catches that and puts it on a conveyor belt. And so you're like slowly creating this entire, I think Eric's literally showing it right now. That is the game. I was that thinking. Sounds, that sounds really cool. Actually. Yeah, fun. Jacob, yeah. Jacob Geller was a big, uh, was a big game, a uh, big fan of that game. And, uh, well, if only we guy, could remember some... what it's fucking called. Eric's Cla- right clocky, there. Clocky dockies. <laughs> it's not called that. The last clockwinder. There you go. Available. Yeah, it June. is the last clockwinder. Now oh, that's a terrible fucking title. <laughs> <laughs> what did you is prefer, it... clocky walkie? Because it just it makes because... me think of the last Airbender. Yeah, I'd say clocky walkie would have been a better title. Because <laughs> you're not familiar with the first clockwinder. If you knew the story of the first clockwinder, you would feel emotional with this last clockwinder. There's a story. Clockwinder. Yeah. It's like saying sex haver. Which, uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> that's on my. Oh, it was on my old <laughs> Tinder profile. Haver <laughs> of sex. Yeah, my Twitter is opinion haver, so there you go. Yeah. Mother of dragon, yeah. haver of sex. Anyway, Captain Seasick gives 50 Swedish kroner and says, the way I see it, if a game ever feels like a chore stroke obligation stroke second job, it's probably best to just not play it. That's why I ended up hating Red Dead 2. Yeah. That's a weird example, Captain Seasick. I think a lot of people were with you until you said that. Wait, what's the grind in Red Dead? Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure. I just know that uh, it's a really big open world, so it takes ages to get anywhere. 
Is it like what skids or something? Are you a fur trader? Is that what you're grinding? Yeah, I that mean, is I a little I feel like job. it'd be pretty easy to play Red Dead Redemption 2 without doing that. Yeah, it's it's that's actually what helped me overcome. Like, Far Cry 3, I remember I played it when it came out. And I just put it away because I was like, I'm not gathering, getting all the locations and all this nonsense. But this time I'm playing it with just story. And I only go off the beaten path if I need an upgrade. So it's like, again, some some grinds are in your mind. Yeah. Not sure uh, what you're grinding, Red Dead. I haven't played it. Oh, I'm sorry. No. I missed a comment with the Ko-Fi donation as well. Nick didn't send it to me. Uh, apologies for that. I find that the difference between farming and grinding is time. Farming is a short-term goal that you may uh, not do again, while grinding is longer compared directly to farming. You ever, you ever farmed, brother? Usually it's the other <laughs> way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you like Logan. If you want a grindy podcast game, Farming Simulator will do the job pretty well. As you go back and forth along the, the field... In yeah. your automatic planting device. I'd almost say grind is supposed to be the short-term one, and that's why if it just goes on for too long, it makes me mad. Yeah. It's the man like, takes, the man yeah. takes. Yeah. Anyway, Jules Rowe gives five euros. says, I like the grind for better gear more than grinding for RPG stats like in Baldings Gate 3. I also like the sexual grind at Carlac. Oh. Yeah. Is, is Carlac a snake? Fair enough. That's, that's a character. No, a bad grind ruins knives, lap dances, and video games. Nice. Yeah, that's the kind of grinding I like. Your knife? Grinding up against another fully clothed model in a video game. I like grinding me axe with people. Yeah. Uh, Will Cooling gives two British pounds and says, You've been following the meta grinding to beat Tetris? Huh. I did hear some story about some kid actually getting to the last level of Tetris for the first time in history. Yeah, he froze the game. I just ran out of code. Right. It's kind of cool. Yeah, because the famously Pac-Man does that if you get to level 250 or something. Doesn't it, like, start fading and, like, starts not working? Like, it falls apart the further you go in. That's cool. That More games should do that. Where it's like, it just lets you push it to the brink. That's, that was actually the mark of a good roguelike in the earlier days. If, it could, if you could get so strong it crashes your PC... Like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Risk of rain. Break the, whole, break the whole fucking thing. Yeah, break the whole game. That, that was yeah. the ultimate yeah, goal. Uh, ben R gives five US dollars, says, if the game stops until I do a tedious grind, then I'm no longer playing a game. I'm doing a reverse job. Yeah, but isn't the satisfaction of eventually beating the game all the sweeter for having put work in? I think Arguably. It's, it's illustrative. If... if um... If progress is a straight line, I'm okay with a grind that feels like it goes off to this side and then it comes back in. If it feels like it goes straight to the side and then I'm going to cut back in through, that's not that's not good yeah. not visually. So I keep couching all this thing with like all of these are like in the eye of the beholder because like a grind to one, one person might be like it is insane to uh, to be watching a TV show while also holding your switch and leveling up your little digital men in a dungeon. And I'm like, no, I like that. And then other people would be like, oh, I need to do my dailies every morning with my buds in Destiny. And I'm like, that sounds fucking awful. I don't want to talk to my mm -hmm. buds every morning. Uh, so what? it's, again, eye of the beholder. Not this... in the morning. I have no morning buds. Only That's evening like, and nighttime buds. You don't, you don't, you're not a social dailier, like social smokers? A social, no. No, you, I, you was with, I was with uh, 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 the Avengers. And I you were alone, though, Marty. That's... 
No, I played. Well, I was I played with some friends, and then they stopped oh. playing, and I kept playing, which was all the sadder because they were like, "No, we've moved yeah. on." Like some grinds are tolerant if they let you bring someone, you know. Yeah. There should be prison. If you get a prison sentence, you should be able to bring a friend. A moral support. Like a bud. Yeah, bring a roommate. Yeah. yeah. So we can jump the biggest guy in this bitch. Uh, Jacob Alexander Tice gives $5 and says, Yahtzee, your doggo looks like you as a doggo. Never pictured you as a chihuahua. Verdict. Wow. That's I mean, a little pretty, bit, yeah. It's pretty close. There's a lot of other, don't dogs like resemble a lot of people's dogs? It's because he's very... He always looks bored. He's because he has deadpan as you, yeah. Do you think Toffee would be a good good author, a good writer? Well, he uh, expresses Draw. himself a lot. Through osmosis, yeah. I think he could do it. Maybe you think through Toffee was in. inspired by Wishbone? Mm. Like, does he look up to Wishbone, the, the crime-solving dog writer? Is that who I Wishbone was? Rather, I think Toffee would rather just go to sleep at this point. Yeah. Same. I think he wants to go back in the jacket. I love how sleepy sorry, he Toffee. always looks like one eye open. Like, sorry, oh, Toffee, the internet made me wake you up. For money. Let's say at least 50 bucks dono for that. Mm. Too sweet. Give me the mm. kiss, Toffee. You're embarrassing me on the internet. <laughs> Not in front of my friends. I like that there's people who listen to this. There's people who just listen to this every week. And it's like, what was that? You're not going to know. You got to come to youtube.com slash this URL. I don't know what URL is. Card crash. Uh, uh, Emil Schilder Hansen gives 10 Danish kroner and says nothing. Thank you, Emil. Thanks for the money anyway. Uh, Max KO gives 10 US dollars. Says, what do you guys think of grinds that limit you to only a few times a week? I play FF14. And when they put out new raids and gear, they limit the amount of currency you can earn each week to get armor. Oh man! See, I know well, it's it for seems... my own good. Yeah, it's socially responsible, but let it me seems weird to do that. Like, let me get weird with it, homie. Like, just a just one weekend, l- raise the cap a little. It's like a Nintendo game. The purge. <laughs> the game is lawless. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's also dickheads when it's like uh, you you're capped out, yeah. and then you can pay for more. I'm like, oh, yeah. come on now. That's it's like that's how Nintendo good. games are always like, hey, stop playing every few hours. Or you might die somehow. Yeah. And, Check on and the Blizzard. elderly. Make sure they're okay. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Blizzard gives you offline bonuses so, to incentivize you to get off and come back. Is Nintendo one of the few companies that has avoided the grind? Uh, well, yeah. as we say, I see if it depends how you define the grind. Yeah. I guess you can grind in like uh, in, in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom you and stuff. Grind Super Mario Brothers speed runs. That's true. Wait, hold on. Yeah, the coins, like the Mario Galaxy. Is that not a grind? No, I mean, usually there's like 120 stars, and that's just the goal of the game. Like, it's coins collect- just give you extra lives. Yeah. It's more of a collectathon because like, yeah, every yeah. star is acquired a different way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah. 900 moons, Jomli, in, in Mario Odyssey might be the closest thing. But again, that's like a finite goal of the game, which feels different than like. Yeah. And again, each each moon is getting is acquired a different way, so it's not grinding the same thing. Yeah, yeah. should have more uh, more games with Jeff Goldblum at the end. It's like, yeah. what are you doing? It's over. Go go home. Go home. Uh, Palash T gives one ninety nine and says CDPR's grind was just very well done side missions. Honestly, fair enough. Yeah, put oh, thought like, into the grind. I like going Witcher and very yeah, blue collar of him. 
Sorry, I was just uh, distracted by some correspondence for a second. Uh, where was I? Ice Coacher. Iced Coacher, yes. Who gives $10 to say, Marty, I missed the opportunity to ask this in the last Firelink podcast, but is Ayudan Chronicles a game you're looking forward to this year? It's the Suikoden spiritual successor. Yes, you big so. weeb. Explain wow. about this game you love. The Suikoden? Uh, uh which have nothing to do with Suika game. There's no watermelons oh. in these games. We're a series of uh, beloved uh, PS1 and beyond uh, JRPGs from Konami. And uh, Iodin Chronicles is uh, the sort of bloodstained slash mighty number nine slash ukulele of this where a lot of the original creators uh, crowdfunded a spiritual successor that sort of hones in on the same thing of 108 playable party members you can gather and town building and all that thing, uh, all that jazz. And uh, it is coming out, I believe, this spring. Also, Konami is doing a Suikoden in one into uh, HD remasters, so it feels like those are almost in harmony together but yeah i'm looking forward to it uh, a lot of times those those uh, uh kind of spiritual successors uh, don't land the ship bloodstain never really did it for me mighty number no. nine's a disaster ukulele uh i don't know same thing uh bomber cyberfunk i feel like gathered the same energy as jet set radio but it was just none of those creators so i don't know mm-hmm. i'm i'm cautiously optimistic about it i would say speaking of grind mm-hmm you literally grind on things in that yeah. game. That, was you do, that, is, was going that, with that is real grinding. That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Venomon Killer gives $5. Says, I bought Hades just last year and put in 200 some odd runs with around 100 clears and heat level 12 plus heat on all weapons just for the story. Well, la-di-da, Venomon Killer. What do you want? A medal? I mean, that took a, a bit. round of applause. That was that was my issue. Is I beat Ro, beat Hades on the third run, and there was still so much more story. And I was like, "Oh man!" So all that was left for me was to grind narrative. Well, it's a good um, thing, isn't it? Better than yeah. grinding numbers, I suppose. I, hmm, I don't know. A little, little graph oh, paper. Oh, the games gives four ninety nine dollars and says Frost. The best Bullet Heaven game is Bullet Heaven 2, made by an indie dev who got his start making Flash games like Epic Battle Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. That's funny. I don't think that's an actual Bullet Heaven, though, as we know them now. That was just called Bullet Heaven. It was a bullet hell. Is there a bullet purgatory? What would would you even do in Bullet Purgatory? Is that where all the bullets just stay still and you have to move around them? Yeah, what? Is that super hot? What? I, yeah, be. I think that's that's the in between. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had an idea for a game based around that once, where uh, you're like some kind of super fast ninja, and uh, first thing that happens is like a bunch of dudes burst in and like fire assault weapons at you for a few seconds, and then you go into like super slow mo, super fast reflexes mode, and then it's basically about navigating an organic maze of bullets to kill all the dudes. Oh, I like that. I like that it. sounds nice. But anyway, uh, Yorth87 gives 20 Danish kroner and says, just one more turn, that's civilization for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've never been into that sort of thing. Keeps you up when the sun's coming up. Uh, extension Cable gives 10 euros, says, I cleared Hades about 20 times. Where's everyone waving their Hades peen all of a sudden? That's the roguelike thing. They yeah, put it in the art. People love pulling out their peens for the art. Wanted to keep going, but then I remember the sticks levels, and then I get put off again. Yeah, sticks is all well, right. 
you ain't gonna be in the professional Hades quarterfinals. It's fine. I think last year somebody beat the game on all skulls, highest difficulty. We all, we've given up waiting for Hades. Yeah, to. yeah, it's it's done. Yeah. Uh, race car lock gives five dollars. Says I like the grind of hardcore racing sims like the R Factor series, Automobilista series, and Assetto Corsa series, where progress is measured in time. Yeah, Assetto yeah. Corsa is a racing game. Well. That's a type of. Well, close, I thought it? it was like a JRPG series that I never played because Yahtzee's brought no, no. that series up before in the in the grand scheme of the ACs, and I always just assumed it was some some shit I never. No, played. it's just like a racing games. It's a fairly straight racing game, as I do, Corsa. No, no I, I appreciate. Oh, sorry. I do appreciate the grind of trying to beat your best time, like in Neon White and. Uh, Oh, uh, race good. racing games like that and mm-hmm. uh, I just uh, had a quick go on Kick Bastards the other day which uh, had a similar sort of feel mm-hmm. but I'll probably be playing more of that on Wednesday oh a tease mm-hmm. can you imagine tease tease mm-hmm. uh, Zach uh, Veerheller thank you so much for joining the tip jar appreciate it Zach uh, Palash T gives one ninety nine and says least fave characters in Stardew. I nominate Lewis. Oh, probably one of the like bachelorette's mums that you can't seduce. And what's the point of having characters you can't shag in that game, especially uh, when they're hot milfs? Yeah, great. That's a great question. Grandpa, your grandpa ghost, poor character. Well, you well, you, nobody wants to seduce grandpa ghost. Is this grandpa ghost an actual thing? I'm yeah, because the whole about... thing is you inherited the the farm from your dead grandpa, and then three years later he's like, "Yeah, I'm checking in on you. How have you let's, done?" Oh, <laughs> but let's not distract from the hot milfs. Yeah, sure. there's a whole there's a whole bunch of like married women in that game, and you can't use any of them. I hope there's a mod. Yeah, there's a mod where you. Yeah, I want uh, basically I want the mother daughter threesome mod. Sure, if they've modded Skyrim to where you can kick the children, I don't know why you can't have your milf mod. Excuse me. <laughs> What? Yeah, because you can't you can't hurt kids in the base Skyrim, so no, modded it so yeah. you could. Yeah, they they just like all damage just bounces off them. Yeah. Or well, what I would hope would be obvious reasons. Anyway, Pepper Blood gives ninety nine euro cents. Thanks, Thanks Pepper, Pepper Blood. Blood. Uh, Venomon no Killer message. also re-upped their membership. Thank you so much, Venomon Killer. Is catching Pokemon a grind? I love that, to be honest. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Got to catch them all. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. you, you guys say catching them, but I will literally sit. I'll get the grass or the fire type, and I'll sit in the beginning area, and I'll just keep on doing that training XP stuff until, yeah, I'll just fly right on by. Uh, grind is it's as much the results as anything else. Like grinding an actual knife, you just want to gawk at how sharp it is, and you look for things to cut, like yeah, paper and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. There's the like grind of also shinies of like one out of every whatever thousand battles, you'll get a shiny Pokemon that you can catch, which are extremely rare. Uh, and then Pokemon even like alleviated some of the grind of battles by uh, introducing XP share, like an item that allows uh, everyone in the party to level up, not just people who participated in the battle not people mm. pokemon, but whatever pokemon are just people in, ash in leveled up <laughs> ash leveled up anyways well, i got shit tons of these still to read out yeah you're so good uh <laughs> matthew c snow gives 499 well it's almost like i'm a professional reader of things you are well i finished my pickups for my next audiobook over the weekend 
Uh, Matthew, Matthew C. Snow goes 499 US and says, for games like Baldur's Gate 3 and Rogue Trader, there's times I roll up my sleeves, put on a podcast, and do my clean-out inventory stroke level-up characters time. Yeah, do that's, chores. that's fun. Self-imposed and inspired. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, like yeah. It. Uh, Rascally Scramp gives $10. There's a question for Frost. In one of the previous episodes, you talked about a eugenics-style dating sim or something like that. Was it Lakeburg Legacies, and what did you think? Had my eye on it for a bit. Uh, that is actually it. Yep, that is exactly... Uh, Eric's got the game up on screen right now. That is exactly the game that I was talking about, where you are... Uh, you're, you're building a city, uh, but to, like, instead of... You know, like, you need a baker, so you need to create a couple, be a matchmaker, and one of them's oh, a baker. You know, you have yeah. to play God. Yeah, so well, you're playing matchmaker is what you're doing, but then it's like, wait, I'm playing God because I am yeah. breeding better bakers and all this other stuff. Isn't I just a, played the demo. A, I don't want to judge it too much, but it was interesting. It was funny. That's a mechanic in Fire Emblem games as well, isn't it? You can matchmake yeah. and like, their offspring get specific abilities. Yeah, in See, the 3DS versions. Yeah, it's fine when it's like peas and stuff, when it's people. I don't know. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, outside of that, yeah, it's, it seemed interesting, at least the demo. I don't know if it's out now. Uh, Loki's Wager gives five US dollars. Says, nice to have you back, gentlemen. Has there ever been a game where you get to the end and want there to be more grinding? Nothing leaps to mind. Yeah. But then I'm a story chaser, as I said. Yeah, I can't. Honestly, I can rarely think of a game where I've gotten to the end and been like, this should have been longer. Like, if Grinch. I like a game, I'm like, great. Thank you for, for providing a great experience with me. Just just dredge in recent memory. Just dredge. dredge. I'm wondering how replayable dredge is going to be, because I really enjoyed my one playthrough, and I, I've had, as of yet, no desire to go back. Uh, DLC's out. That's true. That? I, should, I should futz around with some of that. Yeah, Rose but Tundra or whatever. I think a grind should inevitably come to a stop. We've talked about, well, well, Yossi's right, talked yeah. about good endings. You know, I don't think it should just be something you do forever. Um, no. I mean, I play hunting games. They don't really have an ending or anything. It's it's, it's the thing that you're doing. Yeah. Uh, Rayendo gives twenty five thousand PYGGs, whatever they are, and says Yahtzee. Thanks for all the content over the years and Frost. Oh Christ! You have to go. forgive my accent really? here. Yeah. Quanto cigarillos al dia necessito para tener esa voz. It's like Mexican Michael Caine himself. How many cigars do you smoke a day? I, I don't. Don't be smoking. It's bad for you. It causes cancer or something. Unless you get extra breaks at the coffee shop. Which which is good for you. Yeah. Take gummy bears instead. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Mr. Venom1998 gives $5. Says, my favorite grindy game is Kenshi. It always feels great in that game to start as a total loser to the feared man in the world. I don't even know what Kenshi is. Kenshi? It's a racing game. No. No, no it's one of those, like, immersive sim things. Oh. Immersive RPGs. Yeah, it looks like it. I've never even heard of it. It's free roaming uh, squad-based RPG. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chili Head Gaming gives five euros. It says, worst grinds are when you have to grind meaningless, uninspired side quests just so you can progress main story. Looking at you, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. 
Yeah, like locking uh, locking the next step of the journey behind like, well, you got to get to this level or you got to yeah. you got to do a side quest until the town's ready to open its gates to you. Um, that's that's always feels like that's when when padding. Well, yeah, got to go around like. listening to people's bullshit problems. So I don't like uh, MMOs too much. It's like, OK, I've got the check ins now. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, Untitled gives 9.99 US and says, Yahtzee, I know you enjoy your classic British sci-fi humorist. Do you have an opinion on Kurt Vonnegut? P.S. Enjoyed the recommendation of The Man Who Was Thursdays. Um, Kurt Vonnegut was Slaughterhouse 5, right? Right. Breakfast Champions. I, I have read Slaughterhouse 5 and I remember liking it. Oh, yeah. So Kurt Vonnegut's okay with me. That's great. Big thumb up. Okay. Taito the Toe Taker. Gives two dollars and says the VR game is called The Last Clockwinder. Oh, we welcome did to it twenty minutes ago. Oh Tied no, the top taker. Maybe <laughs> he maybe he rewound the clock and he's actually one of his own little automatons. Think about that. You, you let them pay to say anything they want. Uh, John Connor gives five Canadian dollars. Says more money for Adventures Nigh. Can't wait for the season three finale after eighty-four years. Oh, don't be so hyperbolic, John Connor. New um, episodes coming in February. The last three episodes yeah. of the season. Yeah, then we have to shoot straight off and record another bloody season. Apparently you're going to have to do a level-up session as well. It's like doing Before. the laundry. It's the chore that's never actually done. It's true. By the time it's done, there's more laundry to do. Yeah, wiping do, your ass. Yeah, do wipe laundry. Your ass and all of a sudden there's more ass to wipe. There you go. Why wipe? Yeah. <laughs> why wipe? That, well, that's why I have a B-Day. <laughs> Uh, when you say D Day, it, it sounds like D Day. Oh, no, it sounds like D Day. <laughs> like, I heard like boys are landing at Normandy. <laughs> There's certain pronunciation I am rigid on. I've been leaning more towards yogurt lately, but I'm sticking to B Day like glue. You don't Wait. say yogurt anymore. Well, I tend to think of it as yogurt is how you pronounce it if there's an H in it, and yogurt is how you pronounce it if there isn't an H in it. Oh. Well, so I was watching Ted Lasso, and one of the fellows, the way he would say his his ending, his name was Jamie. How would you say Jamie? I would say Jamie. Yeah, he his accent. He was Jamie, like up. It goes upwards. Jamie. No, that's just yeah, yeah, that's, Jamie. Like a, that's like a Scottish accent. No, he was he was English. I, I want to say he was a mank. I'm not sure. Jamie Tart. Yeah, Jamie Tart. Jamie. Jamie. Jamie Tart. Jamie. <laughs> well, that's just. Saying Jamie, but with a specific accent. I'm not sure where it was. It was regional. Well, yeah. Uh, Joseph Ashby gives five New Zealand dollars and says, Hi, guys. Love your work. Would you consider Shadows of Doubt a grindy game? You said that once you know the patterns, it becomes more work a day. I did. I also said that's kind of what I liked about it. It's become the sort of post-dad grindy work game that feels like it reflects more like what actual private detective work is like. Just going down lists of names and calling them all up and seeing if any of them are the one you're you're looking for. It's good old, good old classic, non glamorous boots on the ground detective work. Yeah, like if it if it feels like work, first check: Are you playing one of these post dad games? Because that's kind of the point. Yeah, like yeah. farming simulator. You know, yeah, it feels like work. That's the point. Yeah, yeah it's it's fun though. A bag of decks gives two dollars and says, "Used to grind Destiny one and two, then I got better." Well, congratulations on your recovery, bag of decks. You just wait till <sighs> Destiny three comes out. Oh God! 
Uh, Leighton uh, joined the Green Gang. Thank you so much, Leighton. And uh, Raffle uh, gifted a second one, a second win membership over on YouTube. Thank you so much, fellas. Thank you very much. And Taito the Toe Taker comes back with $5 and says, I found the Robot Automation game. It's the last clock winder. I hate unanswered mysteries. <laughs> it really was answered. Are these jokes? Because, I appreciate like, you, Taito yes. the Toe Taker, because I did not know that. Thank you. I remember that like, we already knew what the title was at the time you posted your first Super Chat. Hold it on, was at wait. the end of the video Eric played. We all wait. saw it. What was the name of that one automaton game? The Maybe last someone. clock Maybe someone. winder. No, near automata, I think. Just clocky ducky. Oh, cl- oh yeah, clocky. Yeah, can't remember. Hickory dickory clock. It oh, should have no. been called. Oh that's no, not, that's not the worst thing. You talk about your wingus. Uh, Leighton five nine one gives five dollars and says, "Realized I've been member for two months on Second Wind Live. Never here for some reason. Weird mm. anime uh, emoji thing. Oh, I'm glad more." Money I pay for subs goes to you guys. Well, we love well, we like that too. Yeah, we're yeah, on make sure you're subscribed to both channels because you get you get some of the live things here, but most of it's going to be over there, including Yahtzee tries, including yeah. Hidden Gems 2.0 tonight at 6 p.m. Oh boy! Yeah, we recently updated the policy on that, so Yahtzee tries the live stream goes out on Second Wind Live channel, but the edited highlights video with mini reviews goes out here on the main channel. All right. Right. That sounds great to me. Uh, Humane Shield gives one ninety nine and says the book Dune is dense grind. Some people like it. I heard that about um, what was it? The Magic Circle? No, what's that Prime thing? Wheel of Fantasy. Wheel fortune. of Time. That's the one. Yeah. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune is kind of grindy. It has no ending. Yeah. Well, it's been yeah. going on for who knows how fucking long. Yeah. Yeah, poor Vanna White. Uh, no, I Ivar gives one hundred Norwegian kroner and says I grinded. That always sounds wrong to me. You I would grind? say I. Gr- yeah, that also sounds wrong. I don't think there's oh. any way you can say it where it sounds right. I had a grind. Yeah. I, I had a. I had a grind. Yeah. The other, the other thing is that when mice, when you're talking about computer mice. Saying mice just sounds wrong, but then saying mouses sounds wrong as well. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, I grinded 4,000 plus hours of Destiny 2. At the beginning, it was fun to play while I was grinding. After several game updates and content blended together, the playing stopped and it only became a grind. It always was. Was it after 4,000 hours or did it become a grind after the first thousand and you had to make sure with the extra 3,000? That's a crazy amount of hours. That's so many hours. It's like drugs, right? Drugs are a grind, aren't they? You always chase yeah. high until eventually you're like, I'm too in. I'm too, no content updates. Well, this is enough. Some drugs no are more grind than others. Yeah. No content updates. Cudlack13 uh, gives $10 and says, I've played Pokemon for years and found a handful of shinier, but only while replaying Soul Silver did I find Pokerus, a temporary condition that doubles a Pokemon's stats. Oh. God, okay. I think I'd lose my mind. Uh, over at our launch day stream of Pokemon Legends Arceus, Nick caught a shiny and just was ambivalent to it. And like me and the chat <laughs> were just like losing our shit because we're like, this is like a one in 20,000 thing that you just did. Like, this is incredibly impressive, Nick. He did it within the first like hour. Well done, <laughs> Nick. So good at is it, is it the free one? I hate when games do that. Ooh. Like, they give you the, the, the mandatory rare one. And yeah, like, yeah, how rare can it be? Everyone gets it. First taste it. is free. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 
Lewis gives five British pounds and says, I got a dressing gown for Christmas and wearing it every day. Yahtzee, as a gamer, do have tech for pooping easily in it. It's a cold experience. Yeah, I like that we call them techs. It's like it's speed running or something. Mm. Yeah, I got some good pooing in a bathrobe strats. Basically, I just hike it up at the back and drape it over my knees. Yeah, wear no underwear. Makes it easier. Well, that's for the serious speedrunner. Oh, yeah. that's, that's like the any percent run. Yeah, yeah. no glitch, nothing. No, 100%. Of course, the no real gl- I should hope there's no glitches. If there's glitches <laughs> when you take the shit. Any, any percent means any percent, Marty. Anything could go further. Yeah, I think the speed run for any percent is just do it on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> just, just where you are, right there. Yeah. Someone's mm-hmm. about to bring up Don't Shit Your Pants, that to text adventure game. Because the like the speed run for that was just shit on the floor. Sure. Oh, okay. Hey, but you didn't shit your pants, so think about that. Yeah, that's mm. that. Yeah, the, the game uh, absolutely lampshades that. Wait, text uh, adventure like Zork? It's like a joke, like text adventure oh, okay. game you can play in a browser. <laughs> I think it's by the guys who've made uh, Rogue Legacy. But oh, uh, okay. yeah, it's just a little, a very short text adventure where you have to go to the toilet in a limited number of turns without shitting your pants. And uh, the meta game is like there's a bunch of different achievements to find. You have to find all the different ways to beat the game. And one of the ways to beat the game is to take your pants off and shit on the floor. Yeah, if you go to a meeting, how about it? Look, this is like a diarrhea time loop game. We gotta figure <laughs> out like how to Outer get to the wilds each yard. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Because then you immediately reload, and then you have to. It's like Slay the Princess almost. You got to find. Now we have to not shit our pants in a subtly different way to unlock a different ending. That's a that's a fun grind. Alternate endings, sure. Yeah, isn't that near? Near has a yeah, lot of them. Yeah, yeah one for every letter of the alphabet. Oh, some of them are. How, how long's how long's the base game? No, some of the like you can get one ending by removing. Like if you go near your inventory, you have like an operating system chip in yeah. your mm. equipped, and if you unequip it, you die, and you get one of the endings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so not all the endings are like going through the whole game. Okay, fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Afix gives ten dollars and says, "In my opinion, there are only two masterpieces in the last decade: Death Stranding and Red Dead Redemption Two Editions." Stroke thoughts. Uh, you're wrong, Afix. In the last decade. Oh, Tetris is pretty fucking banger. Oh, Tetris. And, uh, just watched well, the I, movie. I would say, I, I thought the movie was nice. Uh, I would, I, I, I loved both those games. I would say even that year had an extra one with uh, um, Outer Wilds, the aforementioned Outer Wilds. There's no good games every year. Masterpieces yeah, in the eye of the beholder. Talking masterpiece. What, what, what hill would you die on as far as a masterpiece goes? 2013. Portal? Portal is a masterpiece. That was before 2013, though. Oh, that's last, right. Last decade. Uh, uh, Undertale? No, wait. That's 2011 as well, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's when GameStop... That, right? that's, that's when GameStop being good. Return yeah, of the Obra Dinn. Return of the Obra Dinn is a masterpiece. That's clean. Yeah. Yeah. That's one. yeah, I would say Breath of the Wild. I would say... I would say uh, Death Stranding, Outer Wilds, personally. So your Return of the Obra Dinn, I'll take Undertale, because it was 2015. I would say the implication of Masterpiece is that it comes from an auteur, because it's like the work created by an artist oh, that, master, yeah. that shows that that person is a master. We've, we've talked about that before. I disagree with that. that well, feels, let's uh, uh, agree to disagree to and fucking move on. We're so well, close to being done. I would like you. You just had to bring out those big guns. We would have been out if you just wouldn't have brought the biggies out. 
Eric Weichhardt, our mm-hmm. cheeky, cheeky producer, uh, gives 20 ARS dollars to pipe in that, are we still talking about the last clock winder? That was, oh, the, name of it. That was the name of it. That game, yeah, the one on screen right now. That you uh, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd entirely forgotten in the last 12 That's seconds. That was the name of it. Uh, CC gives 99 cents and nothing else, not even a comment. What a loser. <laughs> Just be nice. This is how we get to the finish line by being nice. That's couch change right there. He didn't, I like- pay, he didn't pay me enough to be nice. If it's a if it's a dark blue super chat, they're taking the piss. That's discrimination. Anyway, here's a much nicer orange super chat from Citrus, who gives 140 Zara dollars and says Zara. petition to make the past tense of grind ground. Yeah, yeah, Unlock. fine. Let's just right. standardize that from now on. It's like hang and hung, yeah. Let's add that to the style guide. Sure. Ground. Gildan Yetich gives $2 and says, Progression is tolerable as long as I'm having fun. See, I've got a problem with using humans as the litmus test because they're so different. <laughs> uh, Wolfie in you gives hundred another 140 Zard Rs. Maybe there's a tax break if you give exactly 140 Zars. And says, I see ground and I raise big grinded it. That's going to take off. Big grundled. Big ground. I think it needs another hard consonant in the end. I grunted for 4,000 hours now. Yeah, well, I think, uh, well, if you're doing that on the toilet, then I think uh, you should probably see a doctor. Yeah. I'm unlocking the achievement, yeah. Uh, and then gives five British pounds and says, common misconception, it's the last Clockwinder's monster. That's a good goof. <laughs> that's a good, well, that's a good goof. That's good. What a, what a jolly goof to end on. Oh, well, it would be if there hadn't been another one right after that. Centurion Zen gives $2 and says, tanks in games, they should be better, right? Are you working for that world of tanks, people? Are you talking a big tank? What was the last time you guys played a tank in a game? Uh, good question. I can't remember. There certainly haven't been very many tank-centric games besides world of some, tanks. Some people built tanks in Tears of the Kingdom. I was never smart enough to do that, but I've seen some cool I, uh, games in them. Oh, yeah. Also started religion. I, was, I mainly, I mainly just built built like gliders in Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I, I mainly mm. just built automatons with huge, with just huge dongs because. The trouble with tanks is they're not terribly maneuverable. No. Especially the way most games are designed. Like the cows of war. Yeah, no. Uh, Probably Battlefield. Been a long time. Like 10 years since I've been in a tank. Yeah, Arkham Knight, Casey mentioned. That was all tank. I didn't like that tank. Get that tank out of here. That was more of an armored car. All right. What is going on? What is a tank if not an armored car? I'm going to say it's not a real tank if it's not on Caterpillar tracks. Not all of them are on those. Tell me I'm wrong. Not all tanks. You're wrong. What is what is the official definition of a tank? What separates armored car from tank? Oh no, is tank an acronym? Like ATM machine? No, I don't think so. I think like God. Scuba. Um Oh yeah, armored core. Are any of those things tanks? If you put treads on those boys? There you go. Yeah, you, no, you they're like the mechas. Damn. They're mechas, surely. 
Uh, well, why don't we leave this debate to the comments in their spare time so we can piss off and get on with our days? Yeah, because <laughs> I googled tank and it gave me a water tank. That's what it ends right. on. It's time to wrap it up. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to the Windbreakers podcast. We're all happy to be starting a big new year on Second Wind, and we're, we're always uh, gratified to see the reactions and the super chats from you guys. You're the reason we do it week in, week out. You'll make it worth it. Well, Agreed. most of you. Yeah. Most of you besides the ones with the fucking couch change super jets. Fucking time went. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm Yati Croshaw. You can see me later this week on uh, Fully Ramblematic. Uh, I got a new one of those coming out. And I think I got a new semi ramblematic this week as well on Thursday. And uh, on Wednesday, I'll be streaming a game on Yahtzee Tries. Oh, and later this week, I think. Did we agree we were doing it Thursday or Friday? Uh, the, the the first QA stream in which I bug someone into playing Starstruck Vagabond and watch them play it and take notes. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we'll figure that yes. out. Yes. <laughs> we should have talked about that in the meeting this morning. <laughs> big exclusive exposure of uh, Starstruck Vagabond this week. That'll be either Thursday or Friday morning around this time, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we get to play Marty's game and we just keep rotating. Yep. Yeah. What's like your game, Matty? Uh, it's called the. I, I just made 24 hours without crying. That's good. Yeah. It's like that's, a, that's a title that does sound like a title you'd give like a, a game on HIO or something. Yeah. I'm working on one called uh, The Last Clockwinder. I'm not sure what it's going <laughs> to be, but I like the title. Oh, Tyrell007 says Tank, a heavy armored fighting vehicle carrying guns and moving on a continuous articulated metal track. Eat it. Yeah, definitions evolve, words change, jazz. I mean, the the definition of dictionary is that these words are made up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've plugged all my stuff. You two plug your stuff. Marty, uh, you late, plug first. Uh, later today, uh, 6 p.m. Central, go to the aforementioned uh, Second Wind Live channel, and you can hang out with Casey, Jesse, and Jess as they play Grand Blue Fantasy versus Colin Rising. Uh, it's a fighting game in the Grand Blue universe. It's made by Arc System Works, who make uh, way way Guilty way. Gear games, which are uh, beloved fighting games. Okay. So, see if that is a hidden J or not. Versus Colon Rising. What a name! Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on there. And then we're gonna have streams yeah, all week tomorrow. I feel uh, something rising in my colon. Oh, oh is no. it gonna be? Oh, don't shit your pants, simulator. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Um, yeah, and then we'll have streams all week. Nick will be back uh, tomorrow at around uh, 3 p.m. Central for. Uh, kicking off the backlog. Uh, we have, yeah, streams all day. And then Sunday, uh, starting at 10 a.m. Central, uh, big day of streaming, Nick's uh, next Persona punishment stream. Mm-hmm. All day. Tune um, yeah. What about you, Frost? Oh, yeah. Uh, I probably should have gone because I have nothing new as this is the week of making it all mm-hmm. for next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have that to look forward to. Well, what did you, you put out last week that people might not have seen yet? Last week, I pulled out an old cold take talking about the preservation paradox. Like, isn't it just weird now? How these games don't last as, as well as the old plastic. Hmm, funny I that. swapped to digital for a reason. Oh. Be sure to check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, well, i got to go walk the dog and have lunch and then play my uh, review copy of the new Prince of Persia game that I've got because I'm connected and great. Nick coming for you. And we're yeah. late. Well, I'm connected and great because I'm connected to you guys who get Aww. me games. 
Oh, as you be connected. Ah, waka waka. Bye, everyone. Right. Bye.